1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you all for joining us here today. I'm Nationals broadcaster Dan Kolko, and I'm thrilled to be here on this very exciting day. In addition to those of you who are here with us at Nationals Park, I'd like to extend a special welcome to those of you watching live on Masson and Nats.com and those listening in with us on 106.7 The Fan. Thank you all for spending a portion of your Saturday here with us. It's my pleasure to introduce Washington Nationals President of Baseball Operations and General Manager, Mike Rizzo, the team's first round pick in the 2023 MLB first year player draft, Dylan Cruz, and his agent, Scott Boris. We'd like to extend a very warm welcome to Dylan's family who are here with us today, his mother, Kim, his father George, his sister Lindsay, and girlfriend Jane. Thank you guys so much for making the trip here to Washington, D.C., and hope you've had a good time so far. We'd also like to extend a special welcome to Nationals managing principal owner Mark Lerner and his wife Judy. Hey guys. And now, Dylan, to officially welcome you to the organization, I'm going to step aside and let Mike Rizzo present you with your very first Washington Nationals jersey. Beautiful. Awesome.
2: We'll begin today's press conference with opening statements from Mike Rizzo and Dylan Cruz before opening things up to questions. So we'll start with Mike.
0: Well, uh, another exciting day here uh, at Nationals Park. Over the years that I've been here, uh, we've been here many times, and few uh, occasions could match the excitement uh, that we have today. uh, To to get into the organization, uh, one of the most decorated, accomplished, uh, winning type of players uh, in collegiate history uh, uh, to to join the Washington Nationals uh, is a special uh, occasion for us. Uh, this uh, this is a player that uh, uh, you know left it on the field all season at at LSU. Uh, we've we've scouted him since uh, his high school his high school car- career and through LSU, and what one of the most magnificent careers uh, that any college player has ever had. And uh, it's just uh, winning the national championship, I think, uh, was the culmination of his uh, collegiate career. And we have, we have way bigger and way more important goals to, to accomplish uh, with Dylan here in Washington, D.C. So without further ado, it is my pleasure and honor to, uh, to introduce uh, the, our new outfielder for the Washington Nationals, Dylan Cruz. Awesome.
3: yeah first off I know I like to thank uh, you know my family, of course, Mom, and dad, um, Lindsay, and my girlfriend, um, you know without them, none of this is possible. they've made endless of sacrifices uh, to get me to this point, and i 'm just forever thankful I want to thank uh, the learner family I want to thank um, Scott and the uh, Boris Corporation um, and of course uh, Mike rizzo and um, you know i 'm ready to get going you know looking back um, 10 years from now, it's just, I, I really wouldn't think I'd be in this position right now, and um, you know, I think it all starts with surrounding the people, or surrounding myself with the right people, and um, you know, I'm, I'm just ready to get going, you know, I, I couldn't be happy right now, and you know, I'm looking forward to the future, it's going to be awesome. Alright, thanks Dylan, thanks Mike, uh, we'll open the floor to questions, uh, we have Nick
2: and Joey on each side of the room with microphones, so raise your hand, I will call on you, and one of those guys will bring you the microphone. We'll start with Jessica Camarado, MLB.com.
0: Hey Dylan, welcome to DC. How would you describe the emotions of today and in this very moment that you're sitting right there?
3: Yeah, uh, emotions are, you know, going through the roof right now. Just, I feel, I feel, you know, just accomplished and, you know, just learn, just knowing that all the hard work is paying off, you know, uh, like I said, looking back, uh, I really don't think I'd be in this position without surrounding myself with the right people and, um, you know, sacrificing a whole lot to get to this point. Um, so I'm just, I'm ready to get going. You know. Uh, it's uh, the game doesn't change. You know, everybody's nameless and faceless, so I'm ready to get going and, uh, you know, uh, just play the game I've always been playing. Bobby Blanco, Massasports.com.
2: Hey, Dylan.
0: Welcome. Congrats. Um, just what have the past couple of weeks been like for you since draft night, um, coming here, visiting, you know, touring the facilities, and everything like that?
3: Yeah, it's all happened so fast, honestly. You know, um, you know, from competing to a national championship and, and winning that and, you know, the Golden Spikes and, and uh, you know, getting drafted to a great organization. It's, uh, it's all happened so fast. It's honestly kind of hard to enjoy everything. But, um, you know, I've, I've learned how to slow things down and, and be where my feet are every single day. So uh, I've enjoyed it. You know, um, like I said, you know, I couldn't be happier w- uh, with where I am today. Andrew Golden, Washington Post.
2: Hey, Dylan. Uh, how familiar are you with the history of the Nationals and how does it kind of feel to be
1: a part of this now?
3: Yeah, um, you know, I when I was growing up, I used to always watch Bryce Harper play and You know, he's one of my one of my favorite players growing up, so that's somebody somebody who I look up to. You know, um, you know, I know a lot of the guys on the on the on the team and in, in the organization. Um, CJ, uh, House, um, Woods, um, you know, Yo-Yo Morales who just got drafted. So, I'm familiar with all the with all the faces here. So, um, you know, I think that's that's a good good start to, you know, I think we're we got a head start on this whole thing. So, um, ready to get going and, and competing with those guys.
2: Dylan, what's your goal in terms of getting called up to the major leagues timetable?
3: Yeah, that's uh, you know I'm just gonna play my game at the end of the day. You know I'm gonna do what I can to uh, you know try my best and and uh, perform to uh, the highest I can I can perform and you know that that decision's up to the uh, the Nats and you know uh, however fast I get up you know that's up to them but I'm gonna play my game at the end of the day. Jesse Docter, Washington
0: Post. Hey Dylan, congrats. Uh, what part of your game would you say is the most polished at this point, and what are you kind of looking in the next months, years to really refine and
3: make more polished? Yeah, you know, I, I look to uh, to polish everything really. You know, from from hitting to, to you know outfield work, speed work, uh, first jumps. Um, you know, I think you know being able to hit with um, all all sides of the field with uh, with power and average. I think that's a you know the most polished. But you know, I, I tend to I, I want to. Polish every every part of my game, you know, and uh, get better each and every day. David Aldridge, the Athletic.
0: Hi. Uh, question for Dylan and for Mike. For Dylan, um, you just mentioned a lot of guys that are going to be part of this rebuild here in Washington, and I wonder what it feels like to know that there are people surrounding you that are that you're all going to kind of grow up together in this organization going forward.
3: Yeah, it's it's pretty good, you know. And, and like I said, I know a lot of the guys. I'm familiar with a lot of the guys. I think that's it's a good. Uh, you know, head start for us, really. You know, it's uh, we kind of skip that, you know, getting to know each other part, and we get get right, right to right to going and right, right to moving and getting to work with all these guys. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, I, like I said, I know all these guys, very familiar with all of them, so um, ready to get to work.
0: And, and for Mike, I mean, you knew that you were going to have a high pick. Obviously, you kind of knew it was going to be one of two people, right? But to actually have Dylan in house now, and to know that this is a big piece going forward of the rebuild in place. What do you think that does in terms of your morale, the organization's morale, knowing that Something on the ground is really happening. Yeah. Well, it's 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 always great to to add a, a you know a keystone type of uh, player in the organization. Uh, you know, like I've said before, we have been here before, and uh, and uh, when I was out and about seeing you know the, some of the top players uh, in, in the country this year, uh, uh, I knew I knew I had my pick when I left University of Mississippi a, against LSU. So uh, it was it was something that uh, that we you know we there was a lot of decision making, there was a lot of thought put into this, but. Uh, but you know, my instinct was when when I left that ballpark, I knew who we were taking.
2: Uh, Jesse Docherty, Washington Post. Yeah,
0: just for Mike, real quick. Why 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 were you so sure when you left? Just you know, o- over the years, my experience in, in in the draft. Just this was just a uh, a not only not only a, uh, a unique player, but uh, but a a player that I've seen for years. I've seen him grow uh, as as a player. Uh, you know, he's he's been the man. For three years at LSU, had had the target on his back, and you would never know it. Uh, he played. He plays with a a uh, a slow pulse and, and a low heart rate. Uh, a lot like Anthony Rendon was when when I saw him at Rice, and uh, this is uh, this is a guy that is, it was about one thing. It wasn't it wasn't going four for four and impressing the scouts. It was about winning that game, and uh, he was you know I I would uh, I would solo in on him, and he's pitch to pitch, and and a guy that uh, took great pains in preparation, and uh, you know not only pregame during the game, but post game, I'd watch him in the dugout and he's, he was always helping people and uh, and trying to uh, trying to get the edge. And for Scott, um, obviously you're fairly selective with the guys you take on out of high school and college, so can you think back to when you first either saw Dylan play or met him and what your impressions were and, and why why you chose to work with
1: him?
4: You know, one of the hardest things for a family to do and for Dylan to do was for all of us to tell him how good he is and then tell him that he can be so much better because most players want to jump in at high school and their pro careers but um you know it's a credit to george and to kim and and to dylan that they trusted in him trusted in his skills and uh you know as mike said the expectation of turning down large amounts of money out of high school and going to college is is a difficult task and uh, dylan modeled that throughout and um, the idea of players that can have great skill but really can measure their emotions they can answer the moment Uh, winning situations and big situations are what they're about and frankly it's when they're most calm and I think that's the Low heartbeat that Mike's talking about. I I wish all those comments that Mike just made would have been told to me before the negotiation, (laughs) because then we would have had an agreement, but you know how that goes. I want to point out one other thing, if I may, is that today, the final point of our negotiation was to ask that Annette Lerner come and meet Dylan and his family. And she came today, and she's a special lady, and we all have a very lost head. <clears throat> we all built a championship here, and we did it with core players like Rendon and Harper and Strasburg and, and Worth. And to see this next generation come and with Mark and Judy and and uh, and having a net here, I wanted the the Cruz family and Dylan to meet that history. To share in it and and watch it grow, and let her meet the the next future of, the next generation of what Ted wanted.
2: Andrew Golden, Washington Post.
1: You know, I went to follow up on a little bit of Scott's answer about you deciding to, to go to college, instead of taking your name out of the draft that year. Kind of what went into that decision? Why did you want to do that? And
3: what did you feel you had to prove, by doing that? Yeah, yeah, it was a tough decision. You know, I was a I was an 18 year old kid who, uh, honestly, didn't felt like he wasn't um, you know fully developed at that point. You know, I felt like there was a lot of Room that uh, that was still in my game that I needed to improve on. So, um, you know, I, my my gut trust and uh, my gut told me to you know take myself out um, and experience experience that uh, college life. And um, looking back, it was the best decision I've ever made. You know, taking myself out and you know it's a it was a it was a, a bet on myself really. You know, so um, you know like I said, looking back, best decision I've ever made. I, I couldn't be. Uh, happier with, with with where I am today couldn 't thank Coach Jay enough for this um, you know opportunity without him yeah, nothing, nothing like this is possible so um, yeah super super happy
2: Tim. mike what 's the plan as to where Dylan will be headed to next
0: well, I think we're going to uh, you know we 're going to get him acclimated to to the organization uh, first of all he 's going to run around run around the outfield today with, the, uh, with uh, under the guidance of the uh, manager Dave Martinez. And have a little fun out there, and uh, and uh, then we're going to get to get to work or get to business. Uh, uh, uh. All the plans are, you know, everyone's got a different plan of, of development. I think we're going we're to start in West Palm Beach, get acclimated to the organization, and then he'll, he'll probably head somewhere uh, in, the, in, in, you know, one of the A-ball clubs uh, soon thereafter. But uh, it'll all be driven by, by, you know, where he's at and, uh, you know, how rusty he is from the season and that type of thing. But I don't think it should be take very long for him to get into the swing of things and, uh, and to get rolling.
2: Uh, Bob dot
0: com. Uh, Mike, because of the new draft lottery rules, you guys can't draft as high next year. How important was it for you to hit, or maybe how fortunate do you feel that you could have your select at number two this year? And Dylan, do you feel any added pressure being drafted as high, and how do you kind of handle that? Well, it you know, it's never fun to draft high because you had a really bad year the year before. So, uh <laughs> uh it was it was a good year to be bad the year before because uh, we got ourselves a hell of a player uh it, it with the second pick and a guy that's going to be a cornerstone for us, you know, moving forward and uh, and it, uh, if you're going to pick high, it's it's good to pick high when you got a player like Dylan Cruz that that you could take.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's added pressure at all really. Um you know, I view I view pressure as, as a privilege really and um you know, I, I think it's a privilege to have pressure like that. And um, I've played up my whole my whole life. I was a I was a 20, 2020 playing in the 2019 class, played up. So expectations kind of came natural to me. So, um, you know, I'm just going to play my game at the end of the day, play my game, and, and uh, everything should take care of itself.
2: And Jessica Camarado, Nationals.com.
0: Dylan, when you talk about these big moments, what do you like about – those big pressure situations, and what is your key for thriving in them?
3: Yeah, uh, slow heartbeat, really. Slow heartbeat and staying where my feet are at the end of the day. Um, you know, I've, Going to college really helped me um, learn about all those things and learning how to control everything and you know, just be where my feet are. That's it. You know, Be present. I think that was something I struggled with uh, early on in my life in, in high school. So going to college really helped me you know, overcome all those things
0: watch you play what do you hope they take from your game and appreciate about you as a player
3: yeah I mean I'm just gonna go out there doesn't matter what date it is give it all I got and and uh, leave it out on the field you know all I do all, all I want to do is win really so um, I hope to bring that to to this organization and um, you know hope to you know bring other guys along um, with my game and you know hope to impact others as well
2: and we'll finish up with Winston Hilton ABC7 in the back Uh, hey Dylan, welcome to Washington. Um nobody really makes it here by themselves. How important is it for you to have your family right here to share in this moment
3: with you? Yeah, it's so important. you know, um like I said, they've made endless amount of sacrifices for me to get here um, just the time just all the the time that they sacrificed all the money that they've sacrificed um i I really wouldn't be here today without them. you know i'm so so thankful and um you know this this means just as much to them as it does to me, and so Um, I love them to death. You know, like I said, wouldn't be here today without them.
2: All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for coming. Uh, We'll be back in here around 4 o'clock for Davies Press Conference.
0: One one more thing before we leave. Uh, I noticed you're a cigar smoker, so uh, um, hopefully that this is the first of of many celebratory cigars that uh, that, uh, that the three of us are smoking together. Thank you. Awesome.
2: (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Very nice. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.